This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Our girl of the story, Abella Danger. Check her Instagram linked below while listening to the story. If you want to be the next girl of the story, check out the link below. The next story is posted by user Annan Ryder from our slash erotica. The title of this post is Mrs. Perfect Mom. Sit back and enjoy the story. Tracy and I had met a few times at the park playground a few miles from where I lived and, as it turns out, was viewable from the window from her kitchen. The conversations we had had been fairly shallow, cordial, but not particularly meaningful. It's not because I didn't want to talk to her. It was more because, well, she was beautiful, elegant, and quite honestly, made me a little nervous. She had that combination of natural beauty and grace that you don't come across every day. And I was afraid of saying or doing something stupid. So unless she happened to be near me, I didn't go out of my way to interact. Her hair was long and brown, and her eyes were deep green, almost like an army uniform. She was petite, maybe just five feet and an inch or two, and had lightly tanned skin that smelled a bit like citrus. Even if I was single, there was no way, just no way. I'm just dot 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 well dot dot dot, I'm just me. I generally took my kids to the park on Tuesdays and Thursdays, not because she would be there, but because it was on the way home from my twins aftercare. They liked the bouncy horse things on the big springs and what they called the twisty slides. I usually packed a snack and would sit on the bench in the shade and watch them for an hour or so. I was lucky that I could work from home most days, take care of the kids and finish up my work at night when everybody was sleepy. It would have been nice to have a nanny or regular sitter, but we just didn't have the money thanks to some heavy-duty medical bills you hear about in the news. But I found a way to make it all work. So on this particular Tuesday, I sat at the playground on my bench in the shade sipping at the leftoffers in a grapey grape juice box, watching my kids rocket themselves back and forth on those horse things, laughing between choruses of daddy look, like only twins can synchronize. I heard a confident voice that I knew was Tracy's from over my shoulder. How sad is it that a juice box looks really good to me right now? I turned to face her, smiled, and held one of the unopened ones up with my other hand. Can I buy you a drink? I asked, ripping the straw off the side and trying desperately to poke it through that damn hole on the first try. She came around and sat next to me, as she had a few times before in prior weeks. She took the juice box, did a cheers bump against mine and rolled her eyes. Life in the fast lane she mumbled with half a giggle. Before I could come up with something even remotely witty, her daughter took a misstep at the top of the twisty slide and while she did catch her footing a few rungs down, let out a scream that bounced off of at least three of the houses near the park. Pretty sure some birds flew out of some treetops, for dramatic effect. We both shot up simultaneously, but Tracy sprinted and I walked slowly offering slow down. Don't scare her within the first couple of steps. 
Tracy stopped and told her daughter, You're okay mommy will be right there which led to an immediate decibel reduction and therefore quantifiable improvement in the lives of all living creatures in a three miles radius. She reached for her daughter and pulled her off the ladder and there was a pretty good amount of blood on her knee. I asked permission to check it for her and Tracy, not looking directly at the injury said yes please I'm really not good with blood let's take her up to the house. I rounded up my twins saying we're going to take a little break and go inside Tracy's for a minute and we walked the short distance to her house. With the daughter propped up on the sink, Tracy grabbed a first aid kit from the cabinet and handed it to me. After some pretty basic daddy first aid, the little one was clean, bandaged up and ready to shoot back out the door. I noticed the time and said I had to get going, and Tracy asked if she could repay me with a drink or some coffee later. She said she'd have no problem getting a sitter for all three kids, and if my wife would be okay with it. She'd like to thank me. I told her it was fine. No thanks necessary. And I couldn't really do a sitter right now anyway. I told her things are a little tight, so we can't really do extras. But I really appreciate the offer. And I did really appreciate the offer. Just seeing the inside of her home was amazing. Everything perfect, clean, orderly. Not a hint of dust or a scratch on a wall. No faded crayon stains or remnants of cherry cool aid on the carpets. I'm not taking no for an answer she said. Take my number and text me later, or give me yours. I agreed to grab some coffee with her and was thinking around 7, but would let her know after I made sure the wife was okay. I got home, checked my email, made dinner, and talked to the wife a bit, telling her that I was meeting some work friends out for a late dinner. It's important to understand, reader, that my wife's medical issues have rendered her asexual. We've not had any real intimacy. In about 10 years, and I've been sleeping alone on the couch for about 9. I've been to counseling, tried supplements, meditation, medication, and everything else to keep my mind right. But a beautiful woman invited me out. Me, and that was not an opportunity I get very often. So I texted her coast. Is clear, see you at 7 if you are still up for it. My phone buzzed in my hand immediately you sure? Absolutely I replied. Great, see you at 7. I cleaned the dinner carnage. Showered up, threw on a pair of jeans and a white button-down, clean socks and leather boots. I hoped in my car and was at her front door in a flash. Will you clean up pretty nicely? Mr. Tuesday Andrews Day, she said. My brain said she knows when you go to the park. Holy shit. I had to fire back you two. Mrs. Perfect Mum and she giggled again as she walked out and headed towards my car. I'll be honest, she said I did a little pre-gaming and had a couple of drinks. I don't know why but I'm a little nervous. I asked if her husband didn't take her out for date nights regularly, which I assumed would be the case because look at her and she's so sweet too. My husband travels a lot, and when he's home, he works constantly. I opened the car door, and she sat in, looked up into my eyes for the first time. I paused a second, not wanting to lose that sight, but had to keep moving forward. I got in and started to drive, and asked her if she cared where she went. Oh I don't care, we can just drive around a bit if you want. It's such a beautiful evening. Or we can go to that Hyatt Regency. They have some amazing desserts there. So I started driving, and I complimented her home. It was just perfect. Well he won't have it any other way. Not like he's there enough to appreciate it. I'm sorry I offered. That must be really hard. I'm kind of in a similar situation, with my wife being ill. Different reasons. But I understand what it's like to work your ass off and not feel appreciated or just lonely sometimes. With that she shifted in her seat 
and faced me you are lonely. You're so handsome though. I bet you have all kinds of soccer moms throwing themselves at you. I couldn't think of a word to say. And you know what really gets us moms? Seeing a dad like you. Fit, nice looking, taking care of the kids, being responsible and fun. Stop I said I haven't blushed. Into decades and I think you're getting me there. I glanced over to look at her trust me, nobody is throwing themselves at me. And I would know if they did because it's been a long time. A long time since what? She asked coyly, fully well knowing the answer. You know was all I could say. She shrugged her shoulders and shook her head. Fuck, I was just going to say it. My wife has no sex drive at all. Like, none. I've been sleeping on the couch for nearly 10 years now. So it's been a long time that I've felt, you know, intimacy. Holy fuck dude she said back you must be hurting for it worse than I am. Did dot 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 did she just say that? I didn't think she was the type to just say stuff like that. And S.H.E.'s not getting any. Her, I don't know I said back how badly are you hurting for it. I failed at my attempt to mock her cute coyness. Well she whispered I feel like I can trust you. A man who is so gentle with the kids and maybe it's the pre-gaming I did. But shit I'll just say it. I'm wet just watching you drive. My heart stopped beating. I somehow got up the confidence to say well Mrs. Perfect Mum, words are just moving air. Prove it. Or are you challenging me she shot back. Okay then she sat back in her seat and pulled her skirt up with her left hand pushing her knees apart just enough for me to have a good view. I like being watched she said with her eyes closed. She slid her hand into the front of her lace panties. I could see the outline of her knuckles through the fabric. I could see her slipping a finger into her pussy and pulling it back out. She pulled her hand out, looked at me in the eyes again, closed her legs, and showed me her finger. I grabbed it and licked her warm juices from it. Her eyes rolled back in her head a little, and she moaned. Sorry, I said. Don't be that was fucking sexy. I got brave. More then. I want more. She smiled and did it again, this time rubbing her clit a little, then fingering herself. As she did, I put my hand atop hers on the outside of those panties, resisting every temptation to stop looking at the road while I drove. I could feel her fingering. She let out a little moan and took a nice deep breath. I told her to keep going. Don't stop. That looks like it feels good and you should enjoy it. She rubbed a little harder and faster, breathing a bit faster and biting down on her lips a little. I squeezed at her hand that's it I told her let loose nobody will hear and nobody will know. It's just you here. Fuck it she said, lifting her hips and pulling her panties down. She reached to the side of the seat and pulled the lever letting the back fall almost into the back seat. She went back to playing with her pussy, but now I could see it. Of course it was perfectly shaved, maybe waxed, and her finger was soaked instantly. She moaned louder and looked at me for a second, which I knew meant she wanted me to put my hand back on hers. When I did she said yes mmm and that's it. It didn't take long for my fingers to be as wet as hers, and I would periodically take a little taste telling her how good she tasted. She would moan back in pleasure and finger herself harder and faster. Just as she got close to climaxing, she pulled her hand away and put it on top of mine, letting me slit a finger inside her and sending her into an instant orgasm. She came hard and let out a loud moan, squeezing her chest and bucked her hips in waves. I could feel her pussy squeezing around my finger and her clit throbbing against my palm. I fingered her through the orgasm. Then when she went limp and turned her head to look at me, took another lick of her juices. She sat up her seat and cleared her throat and before she could speak I said don't worry, nobody will ever know. 
And with that she reached for my crotch and gave my cock a hard squeeze through my pants. Oh I'm not worried, but I am hungry for you. And since the dam is already broken, she pulled my cock out and stroked it a couple of times and dropped her head into my lap, taking me fully into her mouth and throat in one pass. She sucked me, moaning, rubbing my legs. Her head was bobbing right next to the steering wheel, and I could hear the slurping and gagging when she took me into her throat. It didn't take long before I was ready to come, but I held off to make it last a while. I couldn't help but think how amazing it was to have a woman, let alone a woman like her, actually working to make me come. Not being willing to be there, not doing it out of obligation or duty, but because she wanted to. It has been a long time for me to feel that way. She changed her position to kneel on the seat with her ass in the air and lifted her skirt so I could see her sexy little thong. That was enough for me. I told her I was about to come. She lifted her head a bit grabbed my shaft, said give it to me and pumped me into her mouth. I came as hard as she had and I can't imagine how much of it she swallowed. But it was a lot and when she sat back, some of it was on her bottom lip, which she licked off after swallowing the last mouthful. She sat back down, and before I could say a word she said don't worry, nobody will ever know. I replied back, looking into those beautiful green eyes oh I'm not worried, but now I'm hungry. She lit up, smiled and suggested that we get a room, her treat. At the Hyatt, with an unmeasured ration of enthusiasm, she blurted out let's skip the drinks and get each other fed. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe to be notified for future uploads. Thank you to the Patreons that help this podcast run smoothly. You have been listening to our Friends Erotic Stories.